Welcome, welcome. This is the Simply King Podcast. Oh, how you doing, girl? Young, young Sally. Oh my, hey, I love you, girl. I love when you're here. Um, and Stu Dog Stu came back for another one. But I'm messing up my uh, intro. You just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans simply being humans. This is Simply King. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone who joins me. I am recording live, 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 live right now. Um... It's a dope episode. Um, not gonna take too much of you guys' time, but I definitely wanted to do this one because it's it's Black History Month. And what's interesting about it being Black History Month is a lot of people don't know shit. My first get up. I love you too, girl. My first get up about Black History Month. Let me dive right into this. Is that we gotta share Black History Month. And it's not our fault mind you but we got to share i'm calling conspiracies out here we got to share black history month with valentine's day you know what i'm saying shout out to all y'all bays or no bays at all because if you with yourself that's cool because that's what i'm gonna be doing i'm solo dolo this year you know what i'm saying even though my imagination is pretty beautiful if i had somebody oh they would have got so much mm. but save me some money right anywho um then you we have to share with uh, President's Day, the Super Bowl, the All-Star Weekend, the Oscars. We've literally, so that means the media is taking up all of the space with all these other things that are going on and not focusing in on actually highlighting Black History Month. It's a new era V-Day. You feel me? But it's a beautiful thing. And I know a lot of people, you know, have some feel some type of way because it's like, why are we regulated to a month? Why this, that, and the third? Honestly, nobody makes you do anything. Celebrate yourself 365. Celebrate you and your blackness and your identity 365. The reason why I'm a person who's going to do my... I Honestly, if you listen to my show, I, I talk about blackness 365. So I for damn sure I'm walking the walk and talking the talk. And I tell you to do the same. But in this month, it's still a part of our history, our cultural history. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of people miss that piece. It's like, we got this shit done because we wanted to get it done. It's not like they chose this month and just gave it to us. Like, here, y'all get the shortest month, have this, be cool. No. Actually, if you don't know, I'll briefly tell you the story. Carter G. Woodson, educator, writer, uh, famously known for writing The Miseducation of the Negro, essentially lobbied and petitioned to get national kind of Negro history week off the ground. Then, petitioned for us the whole month. Now, I know you're asking why the shortest month, why February, why all these things. He wanted it to be an acknowledgement for the people who were the abolitionists for slaves you know, in, in the days of antebellum, being Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln, because it was their birthday month. So you kind of wanted to kind of center around that, um, which makes sense. It's a, you know, that's cool. That's cute. You feel me? Frederick Douglass has a lot of, you know, questionable things that he's done. If you haven't read his histories, I advise you to. Same thing with uh, Abraham Lincoln as well, but you know, to each his own. 
miseducation of a Negro is almost ironic that he, you know, was a person who was a scholar, but also was very into such black intellectualism to a, one of the highest forms. We need to feed our minds. We need to be advanced because this, because you had so many different schools of thoughts back then. Coming out of slavery, everybody was trying to figure out what's next. How do we do this? How do we figure this thing out? So what do we do? So you had, you know, the, the boys and the Booker T. Washingtons and Carter G. Woodson and all these other people who essentially created these different ideals. You know, you had people who felt like, let's understand, let's get trade, let's have a trade. And having a trade is going to make us sufficient, self-sufficient, be able to feed ourselves because we have a skill. Carter G. Woodson was all about intellect. He was about, let's feed our minds. Let's read these books. Let's do what they did not allow us to do for hundreds of years. And no one will ever be able to take that away from us because it's our education. Then you have the boys who had a whole set of you know ideas where it's kind of like, fuck all that. We kind of really need to just get it on our own. Get it from the mud. Have our own situations besides the rest of the world. It's very interesting. I advise all of you who have not researched these people to research these people. But black contributions, I highly, highly do not understand how anyone in this world could ever, 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 ever little wine break say that African Americans don't have some semblance of American or patriotism or Americanness. Trust me, I'm the person who's gonna always give you that good old-fashioned fuck America type of you know angst. But when you talk about the actions of African Americans within this history of this country, hot take: we have been the most American than any other ethnic group. Hot take, yes, but it is the truth. We built this shit. We came here. Not only did we learn a new language, but once we learned a new language, we had to fight in their wars. We had to establish so many different things, had to learn these different skills from agriculture to building fucking houses to doing all these things to contributing to society. Yet, and in the midst of it, we were still doing shit. We... In the midst of slavery, you had celebrities. In the midst of slavery, you had all these things. Yes, they were used. Yes, they were, it was fucked up. Yes, it was demeaning and all types of things. But it's so interesting how we always persevere. But we truly are the most Americans. We understood our rights. We fought for our rights. What's crazy is we fought for our rights in the most nonviolent of ways. We ain't even out here burning shit. We ain't got hate groups. We ain't got all this nonsense, even though we got all rights to blow some shit up in here. We got all rights to assassinate a president or two. We ain't doing that, though. All we want is peace. We want to be left the fuck alone. We want to have cookouts. We want to drink Hennessy. We want to love each other. We want to love on each other. We want our kids to be safe. It's very simple. Black people don't want much. But we always have to be in every single thing. And that's a big problem. Because we are the most American of them all. But yet we have to deal with all these different things, you know? 
right, right, protesting for equality, you know what I'm saying? We're owed a couple casualties. We owed a few thousand casualties. We fought in every single war on both sides, even for the Civil War. How American can you get? Come on now. Everything about us, we've always worked. We've always been the working class, the middle class, every class, every single thing. We've brought ourselves out of slavery. Don't let this whole Emancipation Proclamation and all this shit learn. I want you guys to Google the Barnaby Wars and all these different rebellions that have happened in our history. There's so much that we don't know a lot of, but this is why Black History Month is important. And also fighting to get other allies on our side, all type of shit. Truly, 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 because I feel like we hear a lot about, you know, hate, the Haitian Revolution and all these things, but in America, shit was getting popping. In small little circles, shit was getting real. A decision had to be made. Things had to happen. Are we going to keep allowing this to happen? Or are we going to, because we're going to fuck around and die. It's too many of them. It was at a point we outnumbered all whites in America. And imagine if they never, quote unquote, changed that. Without, I'm rambling, I'm rambling. Let me keep it moving. We truly have built this place and I don't give a damn what anyone says. I surely, surely will always stand up on that fact that no other ethnic group is more American than us. We ain't from here just like your ass. So we all have that one thing in common. But what do we do with our time here? We've literally jumped over hurdle after hurdle after hurdle and still to this day hold all of the weight of being, you know, we still at the bottom of the fucking ladder. We're still the ones who you come here, you look at these people, don't fuck with them. If you come, if you migrate, you migrate to this place, you'd be like, stay far away from blackness. But yet, you but yet you have these minorities who are trying to figure out why are, why is all this black shit in here? Then? If it's so bad, why the fuck do we have a Black History Month? Why do we have this? Why do we have that? Make it better for our children's tree. Let's go, Stu Dogs. Stu, I love when you in here, girl. Always contributing. You feel me? And and that, you are you are right. We have to make things better. You feel me? We gotta make things better. Oh, what's happening, Damo? How you feeling, girl? Happy belated, girl. You out here in Belize, baby. Y'all shout out to Damo, the one of the hosts of the I Can Relate podcast. I actually did an episode with them called the simply relating um definitely check that out it's really good it's really dope they're really dope i love them her and jada let's go look like y'all had a good time too for real for real yeah let yeah let everybody know happy b-day so i want to continue you know to you know not keep your time too much but i definitely want to you know touch on a few things and that is I want to talk about, you know, a few contributions, a few little, you know, little known facts and everything. Because, you know, Black History Month, you, I'm going to take y'all back to the classroom. You feel me? Take y'all back to the classroom. Oh, I almost forgot. Side note. Shout out to, it was the Super Bowl last night. I'm recording this on a Monday. So, the Super Bowl just happened yesterday. And I'm wearing this little green number to work. You feel me? So, you know, I'm feeling some type of way. Because I definitely am feeling so blessed to know that. Tom Brady got his ass thrashed. You feel me? Thrax. You feel me? Mm. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Ooh, I'm loving it. But I'm getting off topic. 
said, I'm about time to talk that talk. I love you, girl. You better, you better pump me up, give me all this. Okay, now. So, I I wanted to give you guys some facts, some some little known things, known things, all of that. I'm gonna take you back to the classroom real quick. Oh, shout out! How many of y'all during back in the day had watched uh, my friend Martin? That was the shit. I don't know why I just thought about that. I think it's because it's Black History Month, but I need to like just watch that just for me, just for nostalgia's sake. Everybody, simple action. If you have not seen my friend Martin, then that means you are under a rock for one. Anybody who's listening, is, put it on your list of things to do before the end of February. Make sure you watch My Friend Martin. Two things, matter of fact, My Friend Martin and Black Panther. Both of those. You don't got to see it opening weekend. You might be doing something. You might be getting taken out. My Friend Martin. It's Martin. But no, so I'm going to be quoting from BuzzFeed. They had 18 black history facts you may not know. And the way that it flowed when I read it was something that I really liked. You know what I'm saying? You thought I was talking about the Martin show? No, girl. See, that's see, you need to watch my friend Martin. That's the that's that's your problem. You need to watch. It's a good, it's a good one though. It's a beautiful, beautiful movie. It's animated, it's an animated show, animated movie, excuse me. And it's it just shows you a lot, but it shows you in the most digestible way. Oh, See, man, you can watch shit together, girl. I like John Henry is good as fuck, though. John Henry, that's deep in the in the in the shit. That's deep in the you know in the crates. I ain't gonna prescribe John Henry, but that's something you might want to go see, though. John Henry, you can find you can find literally a million different types of John Henry too. Just just to be saying. Um, so I'm no, I know y'all heard of you know MLK. I think he is like the face of Black History Month, but. Do you guys know about Bayard Rustin, a civil rights leader who was jailed repeatedly for his association with social disturbances? So he was, you know, out here getting it done and his open homosexuality. Mm, look him up. Bayard Rustin. That's B-A-Y-A-R-D. Rustin. Rustin is spelled how you think. All right. Dope, 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 dope. So you probably know of Maya Angelou, as we all do. Still I Rise, Phenomenal Woman, Rest in Peace. As you know, this great non, you know, non-fiction bestseller, right? But perhaps you don't know that Phyllis Whitley was the first published African-American female author. She was a servant who published her first poem at the age of 12 in the mid-1700s. This is the type of shit I'm talking about. Even in the midst of slavery, we true. We got books published. We had things getting done. Black women were getting shit done. There were black slave men who were literally freeing themselves in their own family, whooping somebody's ass. You feel me? This is beautiful. And I want you guys to look into it, look deeper into it. I'm going to be doing this shit all month. Don't even worry about you not getting enough of this because I'm about to bring some guests who are going to keep talking that good old stuff. You feel me? And these people are way more knowledgeable in history than I am. I'm going to let y'all know that now. I got something real good for you. I just got off the phone with her. Y'all ain't ready for who I got next. You really not ready for her because she got a, she got something to say. But 
I continue. Surely you know of Halle Berry being the first woman to ever win an Academy Award for Best Actress. Now, questionable what her role was. Yes, it's history. And honestly, I'm kind of tired that we still kind of get these types of things today. We still get these first black things today. Sterling K. Brown has become like the first thing like three times just this year alone. This Is Us is beautiful though. It's a beautiful fucking show. Oh, you didn't know that? Yes, Damo, she's the first one. And this was in, had to be in what, 2003? Something like that, 2000 maybe. And then, but do you know, coincidentally, Halle Berry actually played her too. That the first African-American woman to ever be nominated was who? The one and only Dorothy Dandridge. I've always wondered, you know, when you, you know, when I was in college or whatever, you've seen a lot of girls who, who have that, you know, stereotypical Marilyn Monroe picture somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Might have like an Audrey Hepburn picture, something like that in their, you know, in their apartment, in their room somewhere. And I always wondered, why the fuck don't people put Dorothy Dandridge on shit? Why don't people put Diane Carroll on the wall? Put Diana Ross on the wall? Angela Davis, you got a lot of women that we can put on these walls before we put this white woman. Especially everything that she represented, everything she was known for, were the fuck? I don't get it. It didn't make, it didn't ever make sense to me. And every time I challenged whoever's room I was in, damn, I sound like a hoe when I said that. They wouldn't like that. But, whoever's room I seen this in, I'm like, hold up. Why you got her in? I don't get it. It really don't make sense, but to each his own, you feel me? Um, if you're really smart, you already knew about George Washington Carver and how he made so many different products just from peanuts and potatoes and all these different things, hundreds of things, hundreds of shit. Literally invented peanut butter. And honestly, we don't get enough, he don't get enough credit for that shit. Peanut butter? Peanut butter. Peanut butter is literally a staple. Peanut butter is probably one of the most loyal things in your damn kitchen right now. It ain't never left you. It ain't never ran out either. Mm. But another African-American responsible for scientific advancement, and I'm glad that she actually, you know, is definitely getting highlighted even more from the one and only Oprah Winfrey being Henrietta Lacks. There actually is a story, I believe it was on HBO, speaking about you know her descendants, essentially the fight for her fucking sales. The fight for her fucking sales. They utilized Henrietta, Henrietta Lacks sales to come up with a cure for so many different things. Lily figured out they with her sales because of the way they duplicated, they were able to literally come up with all these different scientific discoveries that literally modernized cell reform and so many other things. I'm talking about, it was ridiculous. They literally came up with a vaccine for polio with this woman's cells. Within a black woman's cells. Y'all really hear that part though. Within a black woman's fucking cells. They figured out the damn cure to polio and vitro fertilization and cloning what kind of what kind of world is this oh, i'm just parched so 
You know of Aretha Franklin and her iconic powerhouse voice, right? What you may not know is that she was not only the first African-American woman to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, she was the first woman, period. Mm. Respect. You better, you better know some Dr. Sebi, girl. You better know something. Everyone knows that Oprah was built, has built an amazing empire, right? But then you have CJ, Madam, Madam CJ Walker, who we all, I believe, know very well for being the first to burn somebody's ear with a hot comb because she became the first millionaire. And I think she actually invented the hot comb as well, but don't quote me on that. You might have to fact check that. But she was out here doing it. Money out, money out the ass. I know you know who Benjamin Banneker is, being one of the, you know, credited as one of the first African-American scientists, I guess. Uh, and if you're super smart, you definitely know about WB Du Bois, which I've spoken of already. Then you have, oh, I'm not even going to give him no shine. I can't believe they got him on here. This got to be old. They got Ben Carson on here. Hell no. No look. No look on here, bro. Uh, even after all the shit you done did. None. Uh, yes, first African-American pointing to the Supreme Court. Of course, Thurgood Marshall, you know who he is. We got Ella Fitzgerald, Count Basie being the first African-Americans to win a Grammy. And if you never heard their music, go check them out. Please, 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 please. Oh, this was a beautiful one. The first African-American to win an Oscar of any kind was Hattie McDaniel, who was not allowed to attend the fucking premiere. She won. Forgone her part within Gone with the Wind. She actually, I believe she actually played a slave in the fucking movie. And, um, but won that fucking award though. She out here. You feel me? Um, and I believe that's that's really enough because I can keep going on for days because we just got greatness all around. Greatness all around. You feel me? Greatness all around. But I do want to jump and talk about inventors. And I want to, you know, ask you guys something like, how do you feel about, you know, when you find out these things? That these things that, you know, people that you may not have known, they may have come from your hometown and they've done these great things. Do you know, research tells you that if you know a lot about your own personal, your own personal history, not even talking about just black history, I'm talking about your own family history, that that truly, truly brings even more purpose and even more just personal development into your life. White children and a lot of other ethnic groups who have a very clear sign, very clear, you know, reading of their own lineage. They know exactly who the fuck their, you know, great great grandfather was back when, whenever. With us, as far as we know, is that they were slaves at some point. And then his father, and then his father, and his mother, and so on and so forth. And I think it's interesting that that is the mindset that we had. So we truly, when it comes to just our, what's within us, our DNA, we don't even know. We don't even know what makes us who we are. So you can have people. That's why I think there's this interesting connection that all black people have. And I think it's interesting that we all consider ourselves, you know, we. And even though we don't like when other people do it, try to make us a monolith, 
try to do all certain types of things. We claim each other. We claim the successes of each other because we don't got shit else. We don't have nothing else. We got to be like when, when, a, when a man or woman gets to a high place, a black man or a black woman gets to a high place, we got to be like, oh, do it, sister. You doing it for all of us. Because you doing this makes me feel like I can do it. Makes me feel like I can do more. Makes me feel like I can just do something else. Just want more out of life. I think these contributions is what makes it so, so dope. And so, 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 so real. And the biggest reason why I feel like we got to get into our own history. You can love history in general. You can like all that shit. But if you don't know your own personal history, as well as the history of your culture that you claim, it's always going to be something missing. It's always going to be some blank. It's always going to be something going on that you just don't have enough of. But to each his own, you know, it each his own. Now, I want to know, do any of you know that a black woman literally came up with procedure? Yeah, it's a dramatic pause. For blindness, to fix blindness. I want you to look this woman up. Her name is Patricia E. Bath. I believe it's E. Bath. That's, you know, like, you know how people do initials. But Patricia Bath, just Google her, be amazed. Did a report on her years ago. She's amazing, I'm never gonna forget her for that reason because that shit is bonkers that someone did that but she did and that she did it a long ass time ago mind you but to each his own i got 14 black inventors that i want to break down to y'all right now that you probably don't even know and i'm gonna have some ones in here that y'all are gonna be fucked up because you're gonna it's just crazy how we do not know the greatness that we the, the greatness that we truly come from and we're a part of and all connected to starting off with we're going to start with Dr. Shirley Jackson, theatrical physicist, uh, was one of the first African-American women to earn a doctorate in nuclear physics at MIT. And this was in 1973. Yeah. Yeah. Then you have Louis Latimer, who honestly is kind of secretly heralded as the person who came with the light bulb. People don't want to give him that. So they say that he just came up with the carbon filament that was in the light bulb. This is what I've read in research that essentially he worked in the same uh, workshop as Thomas Edison. And he, Thomas Edison, the first light bulb that they created and that he kind of workshopped off his own blueprints was too fucking strong that it literally would take all the power at your house just to keep all the lights on. So he came up with this carbon filament that literally made it way more efficient for you to be able to have your lights on and for them to be able to stay on for as long as you in the house. Hmm. You ask me, he made the fucking light bulb. But you know, you know, Thomas Edison is very, very notoriously known for stealing shit. Just like a lot of, you know, Caucasians within history are known for stealing shit, but to each his own. Shout out to my Caucasians who uh, who listen to this. Y'all get y'all histories. Get your peoples. Um, but then you have Marie Van Britton Brown. Closed circuit television security. Yes. 
Did you know that the first home security system was made by a black nurse? Black women been about this shit. Yeah, that's how you, it ain't, yeah, you know, gotta get wine drunk sometimes, bro. People gotta let go of the henny, you feel me? Mmm, it's good too. But no, her original, her original invention consisted of peepholes, a camera, monitors, and two-way microphones. This woman invented home surveillance. All I'm saying is, why don't we know who this woman is? Just learned who she is just now. Marie Van Britton Brown. Google her, please. Then we have Otis Boykin, IBM computer developments such as IBM computer and the pacemaker. Most notable contribution was his science like to the circuit improvements he made to the pacemaker. He was the one who kept people alive. Whoa, the fuck, you understand me? had 26 patents in his name and his fame for development of the IBM computer. Fuck a Bill Gates. What about my man, Otis? Everybody come to see you, Otis. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Everybody come to see you because you got all the shits, bro. You got the IBM computer, the burglar-proof cash register. Talk about protecting your money. I want everybody to think about this. I want everybody to think about this. Why? This shit is crazy. What were people doing before black people came up with these things? Tell me this. We came up with the fucking dustpan, y'all. Google it. Google it. We invented the dustpan. Like, it's like we see that there's a need and we figure out how to make it. I, I don't get it. This is crazy. This is crazy. The chemical air filter, electronic red, uh, resistors for used in controlled missiles and other devices? This man was damn near Iron Man. Then we all know Lonnie G. Johnson, one of the blackest names you could probably have. Inventor of the Super Soaker <laughs> and the Johnson, oh, I did not know this, thermoelectric energy converter. Go get it, bro. He's also working on the Johnson thermoelectric energy converter, which converts heat directly into electricity. But it's the squirt gun he created that has given us all the most joy. This man, I've only known him to be the super soaker dude, which has essentially created our childhoods. And it's still creating our adulthoods because let somebody have a wet party or like, a you know, one of them joints this summer. I'm trying to be there. You feel me? Trying to be up in there. You feel me? Because who don't have a fucking water gun at a pool? And that's a black thing. Ooh, I love this. Ooh, I'm loving this. I hope y'all enjoying this. Then we have Charles Drew, who literally invented the fucking blood bank. What were they doing before this? I'm going to keep asking this. We built this. Like, oh my God. We really built this motherfucker. Here. <sighs> then you have Marion R. Croak, who literally developed VOIP. What in the hell? She has 135 patents in her name, and she's primarily known for the voiceover 
Internet Protocol, VOIP. Oh my God. You gotta Google it. You gotta Google it. And you gotta Google this. This shit is ridiculous. Now, this one's really gonna fuck y'all up. Hold your seats, hold your phones. We have Lisa. I'm about to murder her name a little bit. Lisa Jalopter, Jalopter, I believe is her name. Please don't kill me for saying your name wrong. Lisa, probably Galopter, Galopter. I'm gonna say Galopter, that's what I'm gonna say. Major developments were the shockwave genesis of animation on the web and online video. So, what does that mean, right? So you know how y'all like to use gifts to send to your friends? You know, I know all of the ladies who are probably looking at this, probably like, oh, I send gifts to my friends all the time in little group chats. I send gifts to, you know, my mom when she acting crazy. I send gifts all the time. Well, give yourself a nice black girl magic hand clap because a black woman came up with that. Lisa Gilobder invented the fucking gift. Look her up. I'm right. It's true. She's currently one of the VPs of BET right now. So she's in the right place. You feel me? Um, she's a head of digital, uh, a VP, a BET, excuse me. Then we have Philip, and I'm really, these names are getting harder, y'all. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> Philip Magwale, a Magwali, I believe. Due to cost and all that, you know, he essentially is called the Bill Gates of Africa. Uh, due to cost, Philip Magwali was forced to drop out of school at age 14, but this did not stop him from becoming one of the greatest computer pioneers of our time. Got you, bro. I appreciate you. Always love. As an adult, Magwali began studying nature specifically bees. The construction of honeycomb inspired him to rethink computer processing. In 1989, he put his idea to work, using 65,000 processes to invent the world's first supercomputer, able to perform 3.1 billion calculations per second. The fuck? I'm gonna jump around. Oh my God. We have Gary Morgan with the gas mask, traffic signal. You know, you knew about him, right? Look all these people up. I need y'all to get on it. And lastly, I have Mary and Mildred Davison. Mary and Mildred Davison, the sanitary belt, the walker, and the fucking tissue holder. <sighs> practical inventions. They were known for their fucking practical inventions. The sanitary belt. Moisture resistant pocket for the belt. What? Just look her up. Just look her up. I'm done. I'm just done. I'm really done with all this. I'm really done with all of this. So, I want everybody to question all the history that you've learned and learn more about yourself. If you don't take anything away from this episode, use Black History Month to go deep to be a reminder to never forget yourself to forget your own history you need to get into you you black so you need to get into your family history 
Get your 23andMe on. Get your ancestry on. Find out as much as you can. But also get into the history of the people who look just like you. Because it's all important. And we need to understand that we built this bitch. Understand me. We did all the things that need to be done to make this place into what it is. Understand me. Every single part, we've had some hands in. Look it up. Trust me. We have been the inspiration. We have been the workforce. We have been the creators of all of this shit. America would not be America if we did not have African Americans. Period. Hot take. You can take that and fucking spend it because I know that was worth a lot. I'm just saying. It's the truth though. It's heavy. Hold it. Take it wherever you want with it because that's what it is. That's how I feel. And that's what I'm always feel because I love my people. You feel me? But looking, look forward to um, more episodes talking about history this month. It's going to be dope. Going to have two great guests. Might fucking run and have three. So make sure y'all check that out next week for sure. Yes, yes, yes. Going to be in LA the week of all-star weekend actually so from the 15th through the 18th i'm gonna be in la so hit your boy up you feel me let me know what you're doing let me know what's up let me know what's good and we can link up look at me rhyming and shit but no love y'all love y'all love y'all love y'all if you don't know now you know you can listen to the simply king podcast everywhere podcasts are available from soundcloud to apple Podcasts to Google Play. I'm also on the Podcast and Color directory. I'm a part of a collective of creators here in Chicago called the Second Wind Collective. Check them out as well. What's good? You feel me? Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for joining me on this live. Y'all are great. Y'all been a good time. I love the contributions. This is great. Keep on listening and make sure you keep on sharing. Love y'all. This is the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans Simply Being Humans. This is Simply King. Peace. All things ain't what they used to be now. Where did all the blue skies go?